Dennis, turn that bloody racket off. It's time for elevenses. Oh, good. About time. Here we go. Quite a selection we've got today, Fred, me old mucker. You must try one of these cream crannies. They're simply divine. Not before you have one of these mildew malt cakes. I bought them from the bakery round my way. It's more open twice a week. I always make sure to get my malties from him. Mmm. They're good. They're not quite as good as these Parsons brackets, though. Freshly baked this morning. I make them myself, you know. Not bad. However, I prefer the butterscotch brace girdles. The butterscotch comes from a specialist in Louth. Is the only person in the country who can make such a light butterscotch while retaining the sweetness. They're basically fine. I could probably stomach another. Oh, please do help yourself to a flaked fanny. There's plenty to go around. I find them a bit sticky on my fingers. I prefer a, a couple of Milky Johns myself. Agreed. Oh, Dennis, did you bring any lewd magicians? You thought I'd forgot. I could never forget your favourites. They're not my favourites. I prefer a packet of chocolate dissolvers any day at week. Ha, you old cad. I've seen you sneaking a few of my magicians when you thought I wasn't looking. They're perfectly fine. I just have my preferences. Say, have you tried an apple totem before? There's an orchard down Cornwall way that I always visit when we're on holiday. Marvellous they are, marvellous. That is the only place you can get them, you know. They sound a little bit like me straddleback strudels. I make them from Spanish apples. Make some lighter than air. I throw on a handful of icing sugar and it really finishes them off. Where do you get your icing sugar from? I know a guy. He sources sugar from the finest areas of the globe. My guy handpicks all of his own sugar. He inspects each grain through a microscope before bagging it up. Another of your bloody stories, I bet. It's true. Anyway, have a Jeremy Jam jostle. I shouldn't. We're only going to go to waste. Well, they've taken me foot already. What else can they take? Me stump? Too bloody right. Get it down, ya. I am now abroad. Press record with all you accord. Extra tenor your reward. Agreement? Glory. Sally the valley from the valley. Here at inventor placenta shally. Cleaning various machining and instructionable followings. Absence duly noted and announced through Shoutamotron broadcasting rigmations. Convention bound. Much excitings and jabrances. Doppelgangrubber water like disaster fail as spring mounted wick revealed brain cogs and copper scalp. Beatings in steak vegetables resulted in village combustion 50%. Mobs have dispersed for recuperationables and torture mule. Remaining doppelbots refuse to leave cupboard. Cowardice. 
in other news, have started growing beard. Inexplicable. Psst. Hey. Kettle. What is it, Pop? Your ma. Oh, here we go. Your ma's filled with tea bags and no one ever cleans them out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, your ma lives in an arga. And she has weird dimensions, and no one knows what she should be used for. <laughs> <laughs> your ma lost her lid, and they replaced it with a lampshade. <laughs> well, your ma gets filled with all sorts of discoloured liquids. Is that so? <laughs> it is. It is so. Your ma's handle fell off, and nobody's bullet to replace it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, okay, get this. Your ma's non-stick coating came off. And now she's all covered with all sorts of gunk. Yeah, well, your ma spits out so much steam, the wallpaper near her has started to peel. <laughs> oh, boy. Right, okay, here's a good one. Your ma's been replaced with a non-drip griddle pan. <laughs> well, your ma's spout came off and they replaced it with a parson's bracket. Wait, you know that's true. That's not funny. Sorry, was that too far? Definitely. Damn. Sorry, man. Animals are our best friends, but they can't communicate with us. What happens when we urgently need to talk to our pets? It's time to call John Huntsman, the pet psychic. Today, John meets a dog with a terrible toothache. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Come in. Wow. That's a big dog. It is indeed. His name is Ripper. Huh. Well, he seems... Uh, friendly. He's a Rottweiler, in case you were wondering. I I, I know. I, I knew that. All dog breeds have a psychic presence. Sh- shouldn't he have a muzzle? No. You need to look in his mouth anyway. Ripper has a terrible toothache. Ah, well, that's not what I do. I'm I'm a pet psychic, not a pet dentist. Seriously, you need to take a look in his mouth. I'll get his mouth open. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> what sharp teeth you have. <laughs> you see that there? You really have to get really close to see it. I, I really don't see anything. Ah! Get him off me! That's... Not going to happen. Stop it! You don't remember me, do you, John? I can't see. There's blood in my eyes. I used to own a different dog. I used to have a life until you took that away from me. Okay, I'm sorry. The dog off me. Oh no, no, it's not that simple. The love of my life left because of your advice. My dog starved to death because of your advice. <laughs> now, I've done my research since then, John Huntsman. Not just an ironic name, is it? Your parents run a game reserve in Kenya. A reserve that's renowned for its trophy hunting. <laughs> but they kicked you out, didn't they? What was it? Nighttime liaisons with the knife stock. Oh god! Yes! It was me! Is that what you want? Call him off! 
And so you came to England, and you claimed to be a psychic. You set up this elaborate ruse to trick well-intentioned pet owners out of their cash. You're a fraud. <laughs> yes! Uh, 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 yes! Uh, uh, I'm a fraud! I'm a massive fraud! Where are the keys to your filing cabinet? Here! Here, take them! Take them! Take what you want! How decent of you! Thank you! Got my dog off! Please! Not before I find some incriminating evidence. (laughs) That didn't take long, did it? The police will be very interested in looking at your lizard drug smuggling business, Craig. Poor little thing. I, I, I... He's out, but alive. Good boy, Ripper. Such a good boy. Let's go. And so, John Huntsman ends up in prison for fraud and handling narcotics. Join us after the break as John tries to formulate an escape plan with a pair of houseflies, protests his innocence to an earwig that crawls into his cell, and speaks telepathically to his own tapeworm. is now exactly 14 minutes past three. It's time for the pie show. Good afternoon, I'm Tommy Piper and welcome to the pie show. The show that's as easy as pie. (laughs) Stop laughing, it is easy. Pastry case, filling, pastry lid. Easy. I have with me today Frank Mortis and he's brought a range of pies for us to sample today. Good afternoon, Frank. Good afternoon, Tommy. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on. I'm a long-time fan of the show. Yeah, that's enough. Something I've been looking forward to for a long time. Stop milking it. Been the fan of the show from the start. Frank, I have my pie bib on, and I am ready to sample your steaming potfuls. (laughs) Stop it. I'm just going to eat his pie. And what have you brought for us today? Today I've got for you a few varieties on a theme. Quite easy to knock up as one batch, but uh, each one quite a different experience from the rest. Well, that's good to hear. Pie should be a convenience. What's in them? I've gone for lamb, beef, and textured soy fortified with uh, microprotein. You had me with the first two. Don't know about Michael Protestant. I'll still eat it though. A pie's a pie. Right, I'm ready to get stuck in. <laughs> Fucking stop it. <laughs> Don't you bloody start either. Now, where are these pies? Right. Well, uh, here we are. Shepherd's pie, cottage pie, and farmer's pie. I beg your bastard pardon? I'm, I'm sorry. Don't you apologise to me when you're trotting out mince and mash and calling it a pie. There's cheese as well. Shut up. There's no pastry. There's no pie. But pie is in the name. Listen. These are pies by name, not by nature. It's a pie in name only. It's a pie with a capital P. You could call your child pie, but that doesn't make him a sodding pie. <laughs> oh, swing for you, bastards! Hey, up, me dogs. Welcome to Etiquette Show. My name's Jim Moss, and here with me today is my mate Hugh 
luncheon grass? It's luncheon gras. How do you not know this? Sorry, Hugh, I've just never seen it spelled out on a page before. <sighs> so, today's our last episode, Hugh. How do you feel about that? I wish this entire ordeal to be over so that I may hold my head up high around Hampton again. Well, we ought to crack on, then. No sense in dragging it out. No time to waste, as they say. What is it you always say? Don't dilly-dally. Well, we definitely won't be doing any of that today. Get on with it, man! All right, just a little joke. So, I've brought with me today some of my wife's favourite foods, and it's your job to guess what they are, okay? <sighs> Don't look like a tribe to me. What? How do you know that? Did the producer tell you? Are we done? Well, yeah, I suppose, but it'll be a short episode. Fine by me. Liam, get my agent on the phone. Tell her I'm finally free of this infernal mess. Hugh, Hugh, wait a sec. We've got a little something to do before you can go. Heaven's sake, what is it, man? Another one of your nonsensical condiments? Because dandruff is not an adequate salt replacement. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. Just come here and sit down. Sit down a minute. <sighs> now, we couldn't let you go without marking occasion. So, we've arranged a little something for you. Guys, you can come in now. Wait. What, what is... Oh, crumbs. That's right. We've invited some of your high society chummies to celebrate with us for Rapping Show. Good gracious. Is that Dorothy Prudence? Polly, I am delighted to receive you. Charmed. And Winston Leaking Smythe. Good day to you, sir. Jolly nice to be here, old chum. This is incredible. I assumed I had been excluded from our social circle for fraternising with an oik. Well, you had been excommunicated, my dear. But then, this gym fellow reminded us that your father is Director General of the BBC. And he is fabulously wealthy, old boy. Oh, my. I'm just so delighted to see you all. Jim, this is magnificent. Don't mention it. No, you've, you've saved my social standing. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, who's for tripe? Was the animal in question mistreated? Probably. Then crack open that Tupperware boy. You join us on day four of the Boost Olympics. My name is Dan Smavers. And I'm Rick Hiccup, and we're here at the Nexus Stack to witness the 209km Triple Dash. That's right, Rick. This is the event that everybody has been waiting all week for, especially our sponsors at Endura Bar, the bar that makes you more than a man. That's right, Dan. The track elites are lining up in the starting circle. Let's assess their capabilities in minute detail whilst we're trying to fill dead air before the event starts. That's right, Rick. First up in the first lane is Rob Bunsen, an absolute veteran of the event. Parts of his body have been competing here for the last 104 years. He was back around before society collapsed and rebuilt itself again. That's right, Dan. It's difficult to look past Rob in this event, mainly because his masking implant creates several holograms of himself across the entire length of the course. That's right, Rick. 
However, you have to acknowledge that Dawn Arachnatron is looking rather tasty in this competition. That's right, Dan. But be careful how you phrase that. Using the word tasty around an octopod might seem a little insensitive, considering how society was forced to hunt and eat Arachnosapiens. That's right, Rick. I merely meant that her eight robotic limbs may give her an edge in this event. That's right, Dan, but personally I think she may struggle with the water zone of this course. Cybernetic implants have been rendered almost useless in flooded areas. That's right, Rick. The water level rises every day, and considering the ice caps melted decades ago, we don't even know where all the water's coming from. That's right, Dan. The water zone makes the Mariana Trench look like a puddle of piss by comparison. That's right, Rick. That's why the smart money has to be on Barnabas Mutoid. His gills will certainly offer an advantage. Plus, that go-faster dorsal fin has been attracting some serious sponsorship money just lately. That's right, Dan. Barnabas is stacked. His biceps, triceps, and quadriceps make him a mighty fine advertisement for genetic engineering. That's right, Rick. I think Barnabas overheard our commentary with his super-sensitive hearing. He's flexing. That's right, Dan. Quinticeps. If our species hadn't evolved beyond the concept of sex, I'd definitely be having feelings right about now. That's right, Rick. However, we haven't discussed the dark horse of this race yet. That's right, Dan. Centaurius Grey has performed very well in the heats. He's cleared every hurdle in his way so far. He isn't saddled with any baggage, and he will be a main threat to the others. That's right, Rick. What do you think of Ronald Rocket Boy Vertices, though? What are his chances? That's right, man. I don't expect he'll do well here. Once dusk arrives and the swarm emerges, they'll devour anything above 100 meters high. Ground-based competitors will have the advantage today. That's right, Lick. I also think that Lucinda Farmerjack will struggle today. Not least because she appears to be tearing up parts of the viewing platform with her bare hands. That's right, Pan. Her Enviro suit appears to be injecting too many baroids and not enough focus sand to balance it out. She's going to have a hard time concentrating on the task at hand, especially when there are so many delicious spectators for her to eat. That's right, Tick. However, you might notice that there's one track elite who isn't here today. That's right, Can. I'm afraid Jake Jensen will not be in the race today. He contracted seven waterborne flesh-eating diseases from drinking unpurified water and lost the remainder of his skin. He'll be back next week. That's right, Hick. This must be a terrible time for all of his closest clones. Allow us a brief nanoparsec of silence for this terrible tragedy. And now it's time for the race to begin. Did you know that this will be our 722nd Boost Olympics, Rick? That's right, Dan. When they uploaded our consciousnesses into this AI stack, I never anticipated that I'd be commenting on this event for the rest of eternity. Do you think they'll ever let us die, Rick? I sure hope so, Dan. Maybe one day. Anyway, let's get on with the race. We now go live to our commentary team, our future selves. Hello, boys and girls. I'm Tick. And I'm Tok. It's time for Time Town. Wait, where's the theme tune? What's up to this place? Time Town is in a terrible state of disrepair at the moment. Oh my god, Tuck, you don't think... Oh god, Tick, have we been... Disassembled! They've taken Time Town to Timpsons! We're being repaired? Oh god, oh god, oh god, what are we going to do? I don't know, nothing is where it should be. Can we even do the show like this? We have to try. For the kids? For the kids, Tick. For the kids. Uh, okay, okay. <coughs> hey, boys and girls, if if Tok stands on the number seven... Where's the seven gone? Um, 
Um, it's there! It's there! Alphabet screwdriver! Quick! Made it. It's screwdriver o'clock. What? Uh, I, I mean seven. It's it, it's seven o'clock. Uh, and if I stand on the... Uh, There's no twelve! Tick! There's no twelve! Tick, we, we, we can do a half-past episode. Find the six. Over there! So, if if talk is on the seven, and I'm here, that makes it half-past milk. Milk? Uh, I think it belongs to the repairman. You must mean half-past seven, right, Tick? Right, right, that's it. And if I move to the number nine... Try over there, near that pendulum. It's here, under the surfboard. Oh, right, I think... Ow! Oh, a motor! There's so much junk everywhere. Watch your step, talk. It's too late for that. Just try not to touch anything. Hey, guys, what's going on? Second hand, be careful. I thought you guys were being nice now. No, it means don't run. Watch your step. I knew you guys were going to start being mean again. Ouchie. What have you done? It's like some Rube Goldberg machine. Second hand. Second hand, are you okay? He's not responding. Help me move this parson's bracket. Second hand, second hand. Stay with me, buddy. Okay, guys, as you know, I've called this meeting to go over some of the finer points of our major infrastructure overhaul. Undoubtedly, this is going to be a huge project, but we have the scope to really future-proof the business and increase our data handling capabilities. Now, I thought we'd start by having a look at our server suite and see where improvements can be made. Here's an architectural diagram of our current setup. And Whoa, whoa, Andy, slow down. We haven't even come up with a project name for this yet. Is that really essential at this stage? We're we're still scoping the project out. We don't even know exactly what the project will entail yet. It's all about winning the hearts and minds of our colleagues, Andy. They won't follow us if we don't speak to them on an emotional level. We need a name that's evocative and transformative. As you called the meeting, why don't you suggest a name? Fine. Okay, what about project infrastructure? Ugh, horrible. I can almost taste it in my mouth. And it tastes like ass. We need something more uplifting. Yes, exactly. Like, project, good project. Not bad. But we should be thinking more abstract. How about Project Chrysalis? It's simple, implies drastic change, and it's a cool word. No, it's not powerful enough. What about Project Taurus? That's too destructive. How about Project New Dawn? Because this could be a fresh chapter in our company's history. That'll do. Project New Dawn it is. Hmm, I'm just not sensing the driving force of change here. We need thrust, we need momentum. What about Project Impetus? No, it sounds too much like Project Impotence. What about something that signifies the rebirth of our company? Project Lazarus. Rebirth? Yes, I love it. Sounds strong, sounds powerful and transformative. Okay, Project Lazarus it is. Now, turning back to the presentation... Uh, but we don't have a slogan yet. Yes, a slogan. We, we'll need a slogan. I don't think we need a slogan for an in-house project. 
How about changing the way you work? No, too wishy-washy. What about get out of the way? Bit aggressive, isn't it? Who cares? Okay, okay. Shifting the tectonic plates of industry. We sell insurance. Shifting the tectonic plates of insurance. Yes, love it. Thanks. I'm quite proud of that. Right, whatever. That's all sorted now. Now if we look at the... The the logo, the logo. We need to design the logo. How about a claw hammer being smashed through the glass ceiling of corporate oppression? Guys, can we just... I'm thinking of a triangle. Like, a really big triangle. No, it's too rote. Too cliche. Even if it's a really big triangle. What about the BMW logo? That worked well for them. Sorry, who the hell are you? I'm Sharon, the cleaner. Could you leave, please? This is a private meeting. No, Sharon, you can stay. At least you're bringing some fresh ideas to the table here. Fresh? She just suggested ripping off a logo. But the colour blue, though. There's something in that idea. Blue is relaxing. It it could lure our enemies into a false sense of security. What enemies? I've got it. So it's a cloud, right? Stay with me here. It's a cloud over a blue stream. I like it. I like it so far. Keep going. The stream represents our mainstream rivals, and the cloud represents our blue sky thinking. My fucking ears are burning here. Nailed it. Good work. Yes. What a team. Woo! That was intense. I can just picture it now. So great. Right then. Are we ready to get down to business? I don't know what else we need to do. Hard part's done now, right? Yeah. All this creativity's just made me exhausted. Let's take a break. Isn't it lunchtime yet? Probably. I'm going to nip off and get a bagel. Want anything? Yeah, I'll come with you. Me too. And now, the end is near. And so we face the final curtain. We've made some friends from there and here. Will they be back? We're not so certain. We've eaten a pie that's full. We've travelled all around the time town. And then, exclaimed horse piss, we did it away. Utensils, we've had a few, and fine dining, too good to mention. For that, we should thank you. From Amun-Ra, we'll ask redemption. We decorated each rundown house. We've read the minds of axolotls. And shot at Jim, dressed as a grouse. We did it away. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when we cut off a stump or two. But through it all, when there was doubt, your mama lost her famous spout. 
of balls and we did our way We've loved We've laughed and cried At Brad's darker hidden side And now With our eight ball eyes We find it all just so amusing To think We invented that And may we say It's Natural Tuesday The collective They're wanting me We did it way. For what is a man what has he got? Just bats and booze Then he has not In a world where Girls have beards And that is fine Not at all weird The record shows Our podcast blows But we, we did, did it all Good night, everyone. So anyway, they took me over foot.